You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number three, it's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio at the bottom of the hour. Adam Stanley covering the Masters for Sportsnet, live from Augusta National. Got to get his... Thoughts on pimento cheese sandwiches. Yeah. And the wildlife. No, there's no animals. We should ask him. Try and find some wildlife for yeah. us. And See a, if we can catch and a bug doesn't count. No, it has to be like. I wonder if there's like. Some fish. with feathers or fur. Are there any fish swimming around in Ray's Creek? You know who we can ask. Probably all dead. <laughs> Adam Stanley. <laughs> He'll join us later on. Still taking your text messages at 960-960. So terrible. These two games mean as much to the Flames as blank means to me. These two games mean as much to the Flames as blank means to me. It doesn't matter what? because I still love the Masters, even though there's no animals at the tournament. Yeah, even there's a little bit of a sinister undertone. No, it's fine. <laughs> They're all gone to a better place. Just think of that when the music starts yeah. playing. And then still this hour... Um, what if we had a Maddie Rose forever? Stop. I hate this. What? But, I don't know what this is, but what are you talking about? But right now, uh, Jay Kahn, co-host of The Point on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. You hear him on Inside the Lines occasionally along the Sportsnet Radio Network joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Barkist Hotline. Jake, how are you, pal? I'm doing great. Uh, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. I can't speak to the animals at Augusta National, but I do you know You can't because they're all dead, Jake. You can't speak to them. They're all right. dead. Uh, apparently, you can order the Masters food this year, only if you're in the United States. Yes. So I've looked into it. Mm. I don't know how much I, I trust mail order egg salad sandwiches and pimento and cheese sandwiches. So I don't know. If you boys could order those, those uh, the Masters food, would that be something you'd order for oh, the weekend if you could? 100%. Just even like the yeah. plastic cups. <laughs> Is something you'd love to have around in your house. George is all over this like a dirty shirt. Like as soon as that story came out that you could buy it, he was like, how much does it cost? Does it come to Canada? Maybe I can get it in Toronto and then I can get it shipped here instead. Why (laughs) Toronto? Why would I get it in Toronto? Is that where you live? No. Oh, sorry. My bad. I always get confused. My bad. Yeah. Um, Jake, well, I, w- I was the same way. I usually have the boys over for Master Saturday, which actually looks like it could get totally wiped out if you look at the, the weather report. Yeah. So I'm crossing my fingers and hoping we actually get a Master Saturday this year. But I was thinking that, that could be fun to order with the boys. Yeah. Get some, uh, some egg salads and pimento and cheese. A- absolutely. And you know what sucks, too? When, when it's wet and it's raining at the Masters, it doesn't play the same way. It's supposed to be super rock-hard greens that are lightning quick, and the Masters is supposed to be played a specific way. Um, Jake wanted to ask you real quick before we get to the Calgary Flames. Uh, you're a golf guy. Uh, you like to sprinkle a little bit yeah. on the golf. Give us some dark horses mm-hmm. to put on the green jacket in historic Butler cabin on Sunday. Oh, I, I don't know how far down the board I want to go here, but I, I will say, and it's it's interesting to look at a, a betting board now with some of the live guys back on it. And it depends how, how much you've been following live and there's not too many stats available for what some of these guys are doing, but there's some big numbers for some of the guys that have been playing on the live tour that just kind of jump off the page and go, okay, if he's got his game together, maybe he can make a little bit of a push. Uh, some JM really jumps out to me sort of in the, in the middle of, of the board as somebody that can, just drive the ball on a string. He's long, he's straight. He's basically got the complete package. He's shown he can play well at the Masters before. So he has a little interest from me. Uh, my guy, Shane Lowry, is, it always has interest from me, especially with how he's played the last couple of years here as well. And I know he's a disaster at three and four foot par putts, 
or any three or four foot putt, but Will Zalatoris, I think anytime there's a major tournament or anytime there's a difficult golf course, he just seems to play his best golf. So re- regardless of the fact that he can't seem to make a short putt right now, I'm probably going to end up with some money on Will Zalatoris before the, uh, the week is all said and done here. <laughs> it's about ball striking at Augusta National. I'm with you. Yeah. Billy Z, and just good luck uh, watching him putt those from two feet away. Yeah. Oh, when dude, that's going to be I'd fun. Not. Knee knocking and all the way. Did you say Shane Lowry's your guy? I love Shane Lowry. He's, he's, he's always just, good at the he's Masters. One of my favorite, yeah, he's one of my favorite golfers out there. And and like George just said, he's great at the Masters. Uh, last year, I believe he finished, he was close to the top five. He was either fifth or sixth. Uh, he cashed a nice top ten for me. So I don't know about winning the Masters, but he could be a nice yeah. placing bet, whether you want to go top ten or, mm. or top 20. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, guys, I think a big a big dog is going to win. Like it's going to be Scotty Scheffler repeating or John Rahm picking up a, a green jacket finally. Maybe Justin Thomas breaks through and finally gets his green jacket. I, I really do think the winner probably comes from the top of the board, but others placing bets to be made. I think further down the mm. board as well. And if you talk about the peak of athleticism, it's Shane Lowry. He's got that one like of us physique. He's such he's such a specimen out there on the golf course. <laughs> He just seems like such a beauty. He's an easy guy yep. to cheer for. Obviously, he's he's contended at majors, and he's another guy. I feel like when the course is a little bit more difficult, and you got to grind out pars, and maybe there's not as many birdies out there, it feels like he tends to play his best golf. So I, I like Shane Lowry at a at a major setup. And honestly, Cam Smith is very interesting to me. Out of all the live guys, we know he's played great at Augusta in the past, and. I'm seeing him hang in that 25 to one range. It's, it's mm. very tempting to jump on a guy like Cam Smith at that number. Uh, who wins in a foot race? Um, Shane Lowry <laughs> or beef Johnston? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm taking sugar Shane. I, okay, I, think all right. some, I think he's got some sneaky athleticism in there, but I like it. You're I love right. the, beef, the beef Johnston pull. That's uh, that. That would be a good, good race. Hopefully we get to <laughs> yeah. see that. A fan favorite beef Johnston. Love, uh, love yeah. that beard. He's rocking. Oh, too. It's, it's so bad. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jake, wanted to ask you here, too, uh, Calgary Flames uh, in a must-win, obviously, tonight against the Blackhawks and was essentially the season tomorrow night in Winnipeg. If you're a Flames fan this morning, how concerned you should be about how kind of good the Jets have played the last couple games here? Scoring's definitely been an issue in Winnipeg, but don't look now. They've they've, they've all of a sudden started to produce while moving Mark Shifley, uh, much to uh, Rick Bonus's dismay, to the wing. Yeah, I think, I mean, the timing of it isn't great because you would be hoping they'd still be struggling when you get them tomorrow night. But, you look, there's still been a lot of concerning things going on in Winnipeg over the last couple of months with this team. Yes, they played a couple of nice games. They put up 12 goals in two games. And, yeah, one of it was one of the games was Detroit, but one of them was against a very quality opponent in the New Jersey Devils. So it seems like something has clicked there. They figured it out. You mentioned, you know, moving Shifley over to the wing. That seems to have helped. Kyle Connor gets going. He scores a goal in each of those games. And keep a, a sneaky eye on Nick Ehlers. If he gets going, that could be really dangerous for the Jets here down the stretch and possibly into the playoffs if they hold their spot. There's speculation that maybe he hasn't been at 100%, and that's why they've been limiting his minutes. So I think it's got to make you a little bit nervous. And the fact that Winnipeg should come into that game a little bit more rested than the Calgary Flames, right? They won't have played since Sunday, they'll have had a couple of days off in between, whereas the Jets have to play tonight and then we'll be on the second half of a back-to-back tomorrow night. But uh, you can argue tonight is barely a game. When you're playing the Chicago Blackhawks team who can't beat anybody, uh, maybe it will feel like a, a little bit of a warm-up game for the Flames tonight and they'll be uh, ready to go for a huge game in Winnipeg tomorrow. Jake, what have you made of the career year for Tyler Toffoli? Because he's a guy who we've always yeah. known he could score, but this year it's been a little bit different. 
it has been a little bit different, like almost a, just under a point per game for Tyler Toffoli. He's been arguably, I, I shouldn't even say arguably their most consistent player all season long as, you know, some guys have gotten hot, hot for stretches. Other guys have really struggled to find that consistency. He just loves to shoot the puck from anywhere. And, and when, look, when you look at his minutes, it's not like he's out there playing 20, 21 minutes every single night. He's usually in that like 16 to 17 range. He gets his power play time. But you know, if you, if you hear him speak, he's a guy that, that likes to get his shot off. He likes to get his three or four shots every single game. And if he feels like he can get those three or four shots, he thinks he can contribute. He thinks he can score at some point. And yeah, like I said, he's not afraid to shoot it from anywhere. If you watch him come into the zone, even if it's from a tough angle, he'll still snap that shot off. And oftentimes he creates a scoring chance out of it. So I like what I'm seeing from Tyler Toffoli. I can't pretend that I saw a season like this coming from him at 30 years old, the player that he's been kind of a middle six player throughout the course of his career. I, I certainly didn't see a 70 plus point season coming from Toffoli this year. When you looked at this team, because I know you're a big fantasy guy as well, when you looked at this team yeah. from the start of the season, who were some of the guys that you had maybe looked at that maybe have uh, not lived up to the expectations, and why would that be for you? So I was out on Jonathan Huberto based on where he was getting ranked in in the fantasy community, at least. Not to say he would be a complete disaster, but I just thought that he was, he was going to get overdrafted and he might struggle a little bit in year one in Calgary. And it has certainly played out that way for Jonathan Huberto. I think he's, he's had a tough time figuring out where he needs to play in this lineup. And, you know, maybe there's been a bit of a clash with the head coach and just trying to find that, that right line combination. Michael Backlund was the guy I was, I was in on as a sneaky sort of later round play because you know, it feels like when you look at the, at the three centers and you could argue that Calgary on paper coming to the season had maybe the, the best one, two, three combo uh, at the center ice position in the Western conference going into this year. At times it feels like Michael Backlund is their true number one center and a guy in his mid thirties playing at this level. I had a lot of interest in him going into this year uh, and Nazem Kadri, I expected a little bit more out of him coming into this season. I know Colorado was probably a better spot for him to succeed, you know, playing with some better players. And there is that adjustment period, just like Jonathan Huberto went through going to a new team. But I did expect a little bit more out of Kadri. Maybe he's starting to figure it out right now, but he was someone I had my eye on that I think could have a really nice season year one with the Calgary Flames. And it just really hasn't panned out for him. It's been very hard for him to find the consistency this year. Jake Hahn from SiriusXM NHL Network Radio joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest. Hotline Big Show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan. Uh, Jake, this is a this is a tough question to ask in this market. Are the Edmonton Oilers maybe the best team in the West right now? Uh, this this is a great question, and I think you could probably ask that question about, I don't know, five, six different teams in the West, couldn't you right now with how tight everything is between those top six teams? I think you could ask that same question about Vegas, L.A., certainly Colorado, Minnesota, maybe Dallas as well. Uh, but in my opinion, I, I think Edmonton is probably two to the Colorado Avalanche. I think when the Avs are fully healthy and they have their full complement of players, they still deserve to be the top dogs in the Western Conference until proven otherwise. So I would probably put Edmonton at two right now. L.A. would be right there for me as well. I really like where this Kings team is at heading into the playoffs. But um, it's, it's tough to argue against where the Edmonton Oilers are at. I think they made the perfect move at the deadline going out to get Matias Ekholm, shore up the blue line a little bit. I do have questions about the goaltending going into the playoffs, guys, because we know Jack Campbell struggled all season with the Edmonton Oilers. And, yes, yeah, Stuart Skinner's had a great rookie year, and I think he's helped keep this team on the rails. 
but he's unproven come playoff time. And it, it is going to be quality opponents that he's facing night in and night out. So if, if there's a concern for me going into the playoffs, it is at that goaltending position. But when you can play Connor McDavid at the level that he's playing at, and let's not forget another 50-goal season from Leon Dreisaitl, when you can play those guys basically half the game in the playoffs, if you want to play them 28, 29 minutes a night, you have the ability to do that. It's, it's, a, it's a nightmare for opposing teams to defend. There's so many formats for uh, playoff pools with it just around the corner. You could either do the, the 12 pools of players. You pick one from each. You could do a draft style. For you, what is the uh, ideal playoff uh, pool format? Yeah, I, I still I like the classic snake draft. If you got twelve yeah. people in it, fourteen team, fourteen people, whatever it is, right? Where you you get your first pick, and then you go down to fourteen, and then fourteen picks again, so you get the back to back picks. It it just creates a, a different type of strategy. You have to go in. You don't you 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 have like three or four teams maybe that you really want to target, and you might not get any of them, and you really have to pivot, right? If you pick first overall in one of those snake drafts, okay, you're going up there and. I don't know if you guys have an opinion on this, but maybe you think Connor McDavid should go first, or maybe you think one of the Boston Bruins should go first because you feel like they're the favorite going in. If I took David Pasternak first overall, by the time it comes back to me, all the the rest of the Bruins might be gone. Like Marshawn, those guys are all gone. So I'd all, I'd honestly have to pivot at that point. I think it just creates a different way of, of thinking about it. So I like the, uh, the classic snake draft. I think you have to go in prepared with five, six teams that, that you really like because uh, the draft could go any different way. Do you like to stack one good team or do you like to spread your players out as much as you can? So I've learned, I've learned this lesson in the past where I like to spread things around a little bit too much. And then I, I very good at finishing like third or fourth Mm. in the pool because I can get a lot of guys through to like the conference final, but then guys start to bow out and you end up with maybe one or two in the cup final. I think if you want to go for the win, like the, the Ricky Bobby approach first or last, you, you, you probably do go towards the stack. Now I've, I've had guys in my pools that have stacked an entire team. Like they take 12 guys from one team. And I think that's probably going a little bit too far. I think you want to maybe go like six or seven from a team and then sprinkle on some other teams as well. I don't think you have to go full stack, but yeah, I've learned my lesson in the past that, uh, that I, I probably shouldn't spread it around too much, but hey, it's difficult. Sometimes you try to corner a team, you take a couple of players early. By the time it comes back to you, all the other players on that team are, are gone and you're kind of forced into looking elsewhere. That's it. Load up on Kadri, Lindholm, <laughs> Huberto. There you go. Let's go. Yes. Anderson. Let's go. Yeah. Toffoli. Why not? Did we, did we mention him? Uh, Hannafin. Why not? Troy Stetcher. You got to get Stetch Dog in there. That's our guy. Need, That's need, our guy. I need, Nick, I need myself some Nick Ritchie on the team. Yeah. Too. Uh, Maybe, if, especially if it's a league where they award penalty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick Ritchie's definitely yeah, yeah. going to take some boneheaded penalties yeah, in the playoffs. Hey, if you get more points for, like, if it's in a key moment, he's the guy you want on your he's team. He's your man. He's your guy. Jake, terrific stuff as always. Thanks for this, pal. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Great talking to you guys this morning. Enjoy uh, enjoy Masters Week. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Um, there he goes, Jake Hahn from Sirius XM NHL Radio and the Atlas Pizza Smells like and Sports Bar cheese. guest mm. hotline. Uh, brought Wait, to you by Atlas that? Pizza and Sports Bar. Using the same secret recipe since 1975. Down in at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Takeout or delivery at 403-248-3344. Straight ahead, uh, your text messages from the question we asked earlier. Yeah. These two games mean as much to the Flames as blank means to me. These two games mean as much to the Flames as blank means to me. A Matty Rose forever and Adam Stanley from the Masters. It's all Can straight I be ahead. a Matty Rose forever? It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. Nothing? The fan. Kidding me.
Your number one spot for Flames coverage can be found on Flames Talk with me, Pat Steinberg. Exclusive interviews, trusted insiders, and the latest news. Listen live weekday afternoons at 4 or stream the Flames Talk podcast on demand. The Flames game day. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sports at 960. The fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. Downtown studio in about 15 minutes or so. Live from Augusta National, Adam Stanley covering the Masters for Sportsnet will join us. Get his thoughts on, can Tiger Woods make the cut? What are the Canadians going to look like? Has he tried a pimento cheese sandwich? Yeah, all important. Are all the animals dead? Like, these are all the things we want to ask Adam Stanley. Do fish count as animals? Or are they also dead? Do fish count as animals? Well, well, what would you classify them? Well, I don't know. By master's rules, are they underwater so they can survive because they don't make any noise underwater? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. Or they don't dirty up the course. Yeah, like they don't. I don't think they would dirty up the course. But um, I don't know much about fish culture. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you, you and I are so outdoorsy. <laughs> um, we've been taking your text messages all. Jeez. We're taking your text messages all morning. These two games mean as much of the Flames as blank means to me. Um, before we get to that, I've been teasing this story all morning, oh. and I've been creeping you out over it. What do you have? What do you, what do you got? So I saw this uh, this morning, and I'm like, huh, this is very interesting and mm-hmm. also very weird at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, hmm, maybe. So uh, according to an artificial intelligence expert. Uh, my least favorite thing. Doctor, uh, because you're going to rule the world? Yeah, because I'm terrified of AI. Uh, Dr. Ajaz Ali, head of business and computing at Ravensbourne University. We aren't that far away from humans being able to upload their minds to computers and create a, quote, digital twin that can live on after your death. That means we get Maddie Rose forever. Quote, loved ones could carry on interacting with their relatives who have already died, but exist in a digital form twin. On top of that, they also added a 2D or 3D model of a specific person would also be generated. And this technology is apparently available as soon as 2050. Okay. 2050 by then, I think I'll be ready for the upload. But until then, uh, I'm still going to remain terrified now, of AI and everything that it could possibly now, present. Now, would you want yourself to live on forever in AI form? That maybe you can do this show in the Rose Report? <laughs> forever. Forever and ever. If there's one thing I would love to do, it's the Rose Report until I die. Uh, and okay. then never have that death come. So that sounds like a very sweet release. Not really. Ah, this is terrifying. I don't really like this. Also, like, haven't we seen... Isn't there, like, multiple Black Mirror episodes about this? Like, doesn't this go terribly wrong? Doesn't the AI usually, like, alter itself and the new people change? Yeah, but how proud of you would if AI Matt Rose uh, crushed, killed, and destroyed humanity? How proud would I be well, of At least of it's them? the yeah. Matt Rose version who did it. Yeah, I'd be like, wow, I never knew I had it in me. Look at me and all that conviction. Why didn't I show that yeah. when I wasn't a cyborg? You're like, look at that. Oh, no, here comes Matt Rose again, <laughs> killing humanity. Yeah. Alex, this seems like something you'd want to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, see? Yeah, right into the cloud. I used AI this morning. For what? For, like, helping me come up with, like, podcast titles and stuff. It's very helpful. AI? You mean Google? No, 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 no. Like, literally AI-generated, like, advice. and GBT? Yeah, exactly. Chat GPT. Pretty nifty. Interesting. Yeah. 
Not I don't, for I don't me. think I'm in. Nope. Nope. I don't think nope. I'm into this. It's weird. Uh-uh. Once I saw Terminator. No chance, Yeah, once bro. you're gone, you're gone. And, uh-uh. But how close is it really to being you? It's not you. That's what I think. Yeah. And it changes. And it's a black mirror. That's the idea of it. It's like, this is what it was. And then the AI's like, you know what would have been better about this person if it was like this instead? Then it'll change you to warp you and make or, you all freaking weird. Or I can say name and location for eternity. There's also that on this radio station. I'm Joe Pubic right now. Nice. I can do that. There you go. Um, <laughs> we've been taking your text messages throughout the morning. Uh, these two games meet as much of the flames as blank means to me. Speaking of AI, uh, our sports set 960, the fan text reading robot is Texty McTexterson. And he joins us uh, to read your text. What do we got there for uh, for, uh, for our listeners today, Alex? What do, you, what do you got on tap? What's on the menu? <laughs> well, we got some good text today. Oh, here we it. go. Every time you pump it up that it's really good, I'm like, mm. <laughs> have you ever heard of the term under promise over deliver? So is that, should I do that more often? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're like, Always. I, you're like, you're just, yeah. you'd be like, hey, you know what? They're okay. I think they're pretty good. We'll see. These texts suck, George. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a little too far down, but that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe you're overcompensating yeah, a little it's bit. All, it's all fine. We'll yeah. find the balance. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's hit it. Bob from Toronto. These games mean as much to me as my wife's boyfriend. So you like your wife's boyfriend? Mean too much to me as my wife's boyfriend. So he's obviously an integral part of this thruple. That's a yeah. Next one, sure. Sean in Chestermere. The next two games mean to the Flames as much as Velvet Fog from Wild Rose Brewery and Atlas Pizza means to me. Little sponsor shout out. Gotta love a good plug. Okay, so you play a weird Bob one that we don't really understand. <laughs> hey, and then the, the, you, you play like one that is just totally pandering your sponsor. Which I'm all for. Have at her. Are you questioning yourself now on the rest of the text messages? No, no, not yet. Okay, all right. Keep going. Mike in Signal Hill. This game means as much to the flames as my unborn child being healthy means to me. You see, that's nice. Yeah, that's deep. That's nice. I, you know, I don't like these wholesome things though on the show. <laughs> and you know, I also don't like when kids try to get on the radio and win something for their parents. The child isn't even born yet. Yeah, but again, best of wishes to Mike. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. That's a very nice text. Yeah. Okay, Alex. So for three, continue. <laughs> Cody in redacted. These games mean as much to the flames as the girl who doesn't know I exist means to me. Oh, Cody. That's too bad. That's sad. And kind of creepy. Yeah. So I hope you're not watching her from the bushes. Maybe because you redacted where you're from. Yeah. I don't trust people who redact. Yeah, it's true. A lot of just black uh, Sharpie yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And then it's like, Steve, redacted. Okay, yeah. Alex. What else you got? I, I've seen good ones here. I'm, I'm, I really hope you picked them out. Dominic in Alberta. These next two games for the Flames mean as much as rye whiskey to my Coke. Okay. I I don't drink Coke without alcohol in it, so there you go. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Matty Rose does not touch pop unless there's hooch in there, okay? No, I refuse. Because he really respects the temple that is his body. Yeah, I'm not Give Matty that. Rose a regular Coke. Hell to the no. No. You, you put a double of Alberta's finest whiskey in there. Alberta premium. He's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yum. So, um. Ofer? Ian in Calgary. 
The next two games are as important to the 2022-23 Flames as steering into the turn when spinning out on an icy road rather than trying to turn away from the turn. It's important information to have. <laughs> Very important. helpful. Mm-hmm. Especially because winter's ending. <sighs> I wish I could see George's face right now. You don't know. Nope, you, you don't know what it no, looks you like. Don't. No, 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 do, do, do. Okay, continue. Do. Let's play a couple. Steve in Auburn Bay. These two games for the Flames mean as much to George as the PGA threatening to make all the players play with the same ball. I do uh, don't love the same ball thing either. All right, one more. <laughs> Maddie from downtown Calgary. These games meant Omi as much as I mean to my kids' future sanity. <laughs> Men told me. I don't know. Okay. Um, thanks for all your text messages. They were there. They were there. Appreciate it. I'm not I'm not gonna comment on the vetting process. Look, I'm just gonna say they were texts. There are some <laughs> that I wanted to, but I genuinely don't know if I can play them. And I can't ask you. Why? Because we're on we're on like we don't have breaks. I uh okay. Fair enough. I'll give you that one. But like <laughs> like there's like I got I threw in the G D once and I threw in the the shower one. And so now I'm just like I'm on edge. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to play something I'm not allowed to again. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd rather the, okay. There's the shower one. Yeah. yeah. Um there's the, the boyfriend one is weird, which I still don't understand. Uh the one from the top? Yeah. 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 I don't understand that one that we got. Okay. Um, Thanks for your text messages. We'll strive to do better tomorrow because uh, it's a Flames game night against the Chicago Blackhawks. Lots to do tomorrow. An absolute uh, must win. Don't forget, too, um, it's time to make your picks for the annual Sportsnet 960 Masters Pool. Mm -hmm. Visit sportsnet.ca slash 960 to sign up. It's free to enter, and somebody is going to win a green-colored designer safe made by Uscan and rechargeable golf range finder up to 650 yards. That's cool. Prizes are valued over That's 550 cool. bucks and courtesy of our good friends of Calgary Lock and Safe. Just going to take a look-see here. Yep. Uh... Secure your summer. Secure your summer fun with Calgary Lock and Safe's key-to-like padlocks for your patio. Lock up heaters, barbecues, furniture, and more with one key. Visit their showroom today. It's free to enter. And the winner with the best picks is going to win a $550 prize pack. You can't go wrong. No. Maddie tweeted out the link. Yeah. Go to sportsnet.ca slash 960 to enter. 60 of you have already joined. And boy, there are some good names in this. Uh, Maddie Rose YYC on the socials. I tweeted it out at George Russick. Get into the pool. It's easy. You have till like tomorrow night at like 3 a.m. to enter. There's so, yeah, there's some sort of rule like that. Yeah, 100%. The entry cutoff is bah, 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 April the 6th at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. So there you go. So get it in before then. I would suggest not taking Sandy Lyle. No? No. The 1988 champ is playing in his final Masters. Wow. That's, man. that's always kind of fun and when if, you get some of these vets out there. And if you see the highlight of Sandy Lyle winning the Masters when he raises his arms, <laughs> man, that guy was sweating buckets. <laughs> like, there's pit stains like you wouldn't believe. That's before the dry fit shirts came out on some of these golfers. Oh, man, I do love a good dry fit. He was wearing Someone a, good, can he was wearing a nice cotton, cotton golf shirt yeah. <laughs> that was just sweating up a storm in that Georgia humidity. 
That's sweet Georgia humidity, isn't yeah. it? Um, but uh, we're going to talk to Adam Stanley momentarily about the Masters. Uh, it's an incredible week because the Flames are pretty much going to sink or swim when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs in these 100%. next three games. There's a whole bunch of playoff battles on the go, too. Like, if you yeah. want to watch a big game today, Florida and Buffalo. Uh, essentially, Buffalo's last chance, and Florida has an opportunity to get back in the postseason. They've been playing a little bit of leapfrog with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins out east, so there's some good games. Um, and, and you're on the side that you're indifferent whether or not Matthew Kachuk makes the playoffs. Yeah, I'm I'm indifferent. If he does, good for him. If he doesn't, meh, whatever. That don't really doesn't disappoint me. I won't get joy in him missing the postseason. Um, I think I would get joy if they miss the postseason in a couple of years and that 2026 first round pick drops into a lottery spot. That would be lovely. But apart from that, I'm kind of indifferent as to how the Panthers roll. Really, but you are taking joy in Johnny Goudreau playing for the worst team in the NHL. It kind of got old, like after a certain point when they were just so terribly atrocious. Um, but for a long time, I think I did. Mm. For a long time, I thought I felt something there. But now it's just like, oof, my goodness! Oh, another six spot against. Oof, my dear. Yeah, Connor Bedard will solve that for sure. No problem. Nothing to see here. Good pick. Is is there a bit of you, is there a tiny part of you would like to see Bedard play with Johnny Goudreau? No. Okay. Not really. How many? Sorry, but. Okay, but when there... it comes to Bedard, you, you obviously, as a Flames fan, you don't want him in the Pacific Division. You don't want the Sharks or the Ducks to win the lottery. Meh. I would rather almost see him on the Sharks or the Ducks because at least I would watch him then. Like, I'm not going to watch Columbus games. And I actually want to see the kid play because he's that fun to watch. Chicago? Sure. Yes. Philadelphia? Yep. Works Mo- for me. The best place is Montreal for Connor Bedard. Montreal would be pretty cool. I'm kind of worried about what would happen because that market can just be like an absolute maelstorm. But maelstrom? Maelstorm? But I think he'd be fine. I think his talent is so incredible that he would thrive in that hockey city. And imagine having Bedard 1 and Nick Suzuki as your 2. Yeah. and You're set down the middle. You got Caulfield and Slavkovsky as two of your top six wingers for now until forever. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's pretty good. I I would say that's not bad. And then plus you can hopefully trade away some of these guys, some of these veterans next year as they get a little bit more term off their contracts and try and recoup even a little bit more. Like that an Anderson. Yeah. But once again, done like for the Gallagher. year, ankle injury. Gallagher has had trouble staying yeah, healthy. But some of that's also that I think the Habs realize here that we got to start having some losses here, at least having hang around that eight and a half percentile to get that number one pick. And like they've had a bad year, but I also wonder how much better they'll be next year if they manage to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Like Cole Caulfield missing half the year. Like that, oh, yeah. that can't be understated. Well, we saw that goalie scored here in Calgary. Dude, he's an, that release un- is just unreal for a little guy. Disgusting. Like, uh, there's not many guys you can sit in that left face-off circle and just bomb pucks. Ovechkin, Thompson, Cole Caulfield doesn't look like it, but he certainly fits the part. Um, Adam Stanley, uh, lucky enough to be at Augusta National right now, covering the Masters for sports, and he joins us live on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Adam, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Happy to uh, happy to be back here, and it should be a great week. Uh, it should be an awesome week. Okay, so I have to ask you, uh, th- there's a no cell phone policy at Augusta National. Are you hidden in a room somewhere where, where Big Brother Augusta National going to find you, Adam Stanley? How does this work? I am uh, I am standing in one of three 
allowable areas for phone calls to happen in the press building of Augusta National. So I'm actually following the rules just fine, just for you guys. So I'm uh, I'm actually all right. Uh, we, we appreciate that. Uh, I think you and I have talked about this in the past, but I've been talking about it today. Um, animals at Augusta National. Adam, oh, have yeah. you ever seen one? Uh, I have never seen one, and I was literally just speaking with somebody about this yesterday because we were listening to the bird chirps, and it seemed a little too clear to be a real bird. So mm-hmm. anyways, it was... Uh, Speakers. It's, it's to be seen. Yeah, it's, whether or not there's there's actually birds around. But you, your point is is well taken. It, it may be there may be some speakers up there. We want to check to see if fish also count, Race or if creek. there's actually fish in the creek or in the ponds too, or if it's just like critters rather than amphibious creatures. I just want to find out if there's a distinction there. Okay, light, very light flex. But when I played Augusta National in 2016, mm. uh, I saw a turtle in Ray's Creek. So I I can confirm that yes, wow. there are. There are some there are some animals around, uh, but maybe they just uh, they get taken away during tournament week, and by the time mm, yes. it's Monday after the event, they all uh, get released uh, and are able to come back. So yes, well, Adam, taken away and brought back yeah, to and, the course and released for yes. sure. <laughs> that seems like something Augusta National <laughs> would do. Okay, one more Augusta question because again, it's a lot. It's a lot of people's yeah. bucket list. Uh, food wise, uh, have you met, have you had a pimento and cheese sandwich, egg salad? How would you power rank the food at Augusta National? I've had I've had two pimento cheese sandwiches. The, I don't know what happened, but the recipe seems to be better now than when I was here last in 2017. So I don't know what they've done, but it's much better. Mm. I don't like eggs at the best of times, so I avoid egg salad. Um, but it's supposed to be 30 degrees Celsius here tomorrow, and oh. I can think of nothing worse, even if I like <laughs> eggs, to have than an egg salad sandwich when it's 30 degrees out here. So no awesome. thank you. But, okay. uh, the, power, the, the best sandwich that they have here is the Georgia peach ice cream sandwich. Georgia peach ice cream in between two uh, white chocolate oh. macadamia nut cookies. Oh. It is far and away the oh, most elite of sandwiches that they have here. That is uh, oh, that is that is awesome stuff. Um, <laughs> Tiger Woods um, and Phil Mickelson playing together. How incredible are those galleries going to be on Thursday and Friday? Uh, that is, it was that just announced? Well, I heard that that's a, that's something that we could be seeing. Oh, we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if the tea times have come out yet, but if that actually happened, it would be absolutely bananas. It was pretty wild on Monday uh, when Tiger played alongside Rory, uh, Fred Couples and Tom Kim. They played a nine hole practice round as well. And that was Monday morning at like 9am. So I can only imagine how just electric it would be uh, if that kind of unfolded come, come Thursday and Friday. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Like you don't really think, all that much about Monday at a golf tournament, except for when you get inside the ropes or inside the gates at, uh, at Augusta national and, and you're at the masters because people are just excited. They're hopped up They're They're pumped to be here. And then all of a sudden you get a tiger woods and Rory practice round. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing better. And, yeah. and, and I just think that the, the excitement for this year's masters in particular uh, is, is kind of reaching a boiling point and everyone's just like really amped. For Thursday to roll around. How much of a divide is there between the live guys and the PGA guys, or is it kind of more of a live stink on this Masters tournament? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the, the the players themselves have all said, "Hey, listen, we are here for a, a bigger reason than you know the the way that we think about which tours and, we've decided to choose." And We're they're buddies to too, right, Adam? It's not they're like they're enemies. Yeah. They know yeah. these guys; they're friends with them. 
Yeah, I mean, Rory was just in the media center this morning, and he said, I'm going to go play a practice round with Brooks in like an hour. Like, they play out of the same club in, in South Florida. Like, these guys are, are friendly. Most of them are friends. Uh, how could you not be? Even Cam Smith yesterday, you know, he was saying it's basically been all, all hugs and handshakes. A lot of these guys mm. haven't seen Cam Smith uh, because he doesn't actually live in South Florida. He lives in Jacksonville um, basically since last year. So, yeah, I mean, all these guys are here. This is the first time that we've got live competitors and PGA Tour competitors together. Uh, I do think that, I mean, obviously – uh, there's there's a disagreement in, in the courts right now. These, these two entities are literally battling it out in in a courtroom. So of course there's going to be some overhanging animosity amongst these two business entities. But the players themselves seem to actually be getting along pretty darn well right now. If I'm not mistaken, you're heading to Tiger Woods press availability right after this chat. Is there anything that maybe we're expecting, or we expect him to be asked about that is standing out ahead of this getting underway? Yeah, so he's he's going to talk at 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. I think obviously the big questions are going to be wrapped around his health. Um, a lot of questions still. I mean, this golf course is extremely hilly. No real flat areas other than the tee boxes. Um, and Tiger, let's just call it what it is. Tiger's a broken man. Like he's he's never going to walk the same basically ever again. Um, so there's definitely going to be a lot of queries about how he is feeling physically right now. I think that's going to dominate a lot of the discussion. Um, but this is also a guy who hasn't missed a cut at this event since 1996. Like, uh, yeah, he was a broken man before uh, physically, and he made the cut here. He was a broken man kind of mentally and emotionally in 2010, and he made the cut here. He finished tied for fourth. So, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where you cannot count him out when it comes to the Masters. I watched him hit balls on the range for about half an hour yesterday. Um, the guy's swing looks really good. Hmm. It's just he can't walk. He, he can't walk. So that's, that's going to be a big question mark for sure for this week. Uh, you were out watching a little bit of a Canadian supergroup for a practice round. Can you just tell us what you're expecting for the Canadians, including Corey Connors coming off a win last weekend at Valero, his second win at Valero? Pretty amazing for sure um, to see Corey take that one across the finish line again. Uh, yeah, it was neat. It was just one of those moments where you think, even for me as, as someone who remembers exactly where they were when Mike Weir won the Masters 20 years ago exactly, 2003 was when he won the green jacket. But you look at Adam Svensson, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, who are playing alongside him today, and those dudes may not be at the Masters if it wasn't for Mike Weir winning the Masters two decades ago. So, um, yeah, definitely a, b a big moment for them. Kind of been one of the coolest Canadian traditions out here is that Tuesday morning practice game. Um, Corey looks good. Corey looks really good, to be honest. Uh, Adam Svensson, I think, is is, is going to be maybe overwhelmed a little bit by the bigness of it all by the time we get to Thursday, but uh, certainly he's uh, he's putting in the work. And Mackenzie Hughes, I mean, I would say he's he's got – a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's seen his best friend Corey uh, win again on the PGA Tour and has had three straight top 10 finishes here. And, and Mackenzie's never really been in the mix. He's never really been in the conversation at the Masters. So I, I think that out of all those guys, uh, Mackenzie's probably got uh, a little bit of something to prove, he thinks. Mike Weir, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, and Adam Svensson all in a practice round today. Pretty sweet. 100%. It's, um, it's one of those moments. A lot of go, least go chance for the boys today. <laughs> yeah. um, there is, um, that's awesome, Adam Great. Stanley um, joining Can't us Can't get live. away from it. Have you seen nope. a Rough Riders jersey yet? Yeah. <laughs> 
probably. <laughs> not not yet, but I always keep my eye out. No matter yeah. where it is, there's there's one that manages to pop up somehow, yeah. some way. Maybe they but the green Rough Riders jersey, it might get like lost in the mix of how yeah. much other yeah. green there is around here. So will they let, situation. Will, will they let you in uh, Augusta National with a watermelon on your head? Will they let you in? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's on the ever-growing list of the yeah, band. Yeah. Band. <laughs> here at Augusta National. Um, Melon heads. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Stanley, uh, golf analyst uh, for Sportsnet, joining us here live from Augusta National on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. All right, um, Adam, the big the big guns in this one, Scotty Scheffler, the defending champion, John Rahm, who was absolutely on fire, winning three of five starts. Earlier this season, Rory McIlroy trying to complete the career Grand Slam. Is a winner coming out of those three golfers this week? It's, it's going to be super hard to bet against that trio this week. I think John Rahm's had a bit of a blip uh, over the last couple of uh, couple of months after coming out of the gate so hot and, and continuing to play some really good golf. Scotty Scheffler, you can't ignore him because he won uh, the biggest event of the PGA Tour season uh, prior to this, that being the Players' Championship. That golf course is, is similar in, in its demands to Augusta National, very much a second-shot golf course, very much kind of a, around the greens uh, in, in demand in, in terms of what exactly you need to do to have success. Uh, but I do think this is going to be Rory's time. You know, I say that for a number of reasons. One, the golf course is wet right now. Rory's going to love that. Uh, Rory seems to have embraced the fact that he has had, you know, some struggles here and everybody wants him to win uh, and he wants to win and ha, 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 ha. Like he, he brought it up as much as he could kind of in the media, in his media availability this morning. Now, uh, maybe a bit of a humor as defense mechanism situation, but that dude is playing really, really good golf right now. He mentally feels really, really good. The golf course, I think, this year as compared to maybe any other uh, is going to feed into his strengths. Uh, and he, and I think he's just going to be lifted up by by everybody, you know, wanting him to take this tournament across the finish line. Not to mention the last time he played here, uh, Sunday a year ago, guy shot 64, tied for the lowest Sunday round ever, uh, including that epic hole out on uh, on 18 from the bunker. So mm-hmm. good vibes, good golf, good weather, uh, good kind of mental approach to the week. I just, I, I, my heart is ready to be broken by Rory McIlroy this week. Um, is this is this Masters going to be determined like it usually is on Thursday for him? Oh, a million percent. If he mm. if he gets off to an if he gets off to a nice start, if Roy McIlroy shoots, it's called sixty eight on Thursday. Um, you know, I think he's going to be he's going to be firmly in the mix by the time the sun starts to set on uh, on Sunday afternoon. If he shoots seventy four, you know, we're going to look at a classic backdoor top five from Rory again this year, um, and then we'll have this conversation all over again in twenty twenty four. Um, Adam, uh, terrific stuff. Uh, let's catch up with you again uh, real soon. Uh, enjoy the Masters and keep your eye out for some birds and squirrels yes. and such, okay? Rogue turtles and watermelon heads. Yeah. I will do exactly, exactly that. The, the list keeps growing. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate All right. it. Thanks, Adam. There he goes. Adam uh, Stanley, live from Augusta National on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, using the same secret recipe since 1975. Down in at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Takeout or delivery at 403 248 44. You don't really, um, I, I'm, you know, I'm a golf guy. Like I like Are you? stuff about equipment. And <laughs> when I was away I, and you asked, uh, was it Adam about the driver? Yeah. When Eric Francis was here. He was mocking hilarious, me about it. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. But I, at the same time, I was like, I kind of care about yeah. the question. <laughs> I care about the question too. Um, here's what 
really, I, I can't believe it's still happening. I can't believe Nike has not built the shoe that Tiger Woods will wear. He's still rocking the foot joys because of his ankle. Like, how is this still happening if you're Nike? I feel like you should probably just make it happen, you know, get the yeah. molds out. Kind yeah. of a big, big ticket item. Uh-huh. Like, hey, Tiger, how about you, will Put you a couple tell us how you it? want us to develop a shoe? Put a couple scientists on you? it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. The shoes I don't really care about. Although, I did get really nice shoes, and I think they make a difference. Yeah, I uh, I care about that stuff because uh, I'm a weirdo, and uh, Tiger Woods is obviously can't miss when it comes to the Masters, uh, especially this weekend. Um, the pool's filling up. Is it? We are up to, what are we up to? 66 entries okay, now. Keep going. There's some good names in here. Yeah, it's we don't free do to enter. that here. That's a good one. Yeah, it's free to enter here, and your chance to win a, a cool prize pack valued at five hundred and fifty bucks from our good friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. It's easy to enter. Go to Sportsnet.ca/slash nine sixty, enter in the pool. Check out Matty Rose's Twitter account. He tweeted it out. I did. Matty Matt Rose YYC at George Russick at Sportsnet nine sixty. Just go. It's it's free. Yeah, and you go fill out some picks. It doesn't cost you anything. Nope. You can win something super sexy, including a golf rangefinder. And you get like, a little something there. to uh, kind of yeah. follow along you got with a the Masters. Skin in the game. A little skin in the game. When it comes to the we'll Masters. Sprinkle a little cheddar on top. All right. Uh, that's it for us mercifully today. Oh, boy. We're going to be playing no more text messages today. I can assure you that. Um, Hawks and Flames tonight and a must win. And then the biggest game of the season tomorrow will be all over it like a dirty shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter at Alex Brody Media. Matt Rose YYC. Yep. Uh, for the golf pool, we'll do that. Big thanks to GVP. Our man Patrick Dumas is back tomorrow as well. Enjoy the Flames game tonight. Should be fun. Should be a must win. We'll break it down for you tomorrow. Have a terrific day. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.